Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. So, what do you get when you take a smart ass sex and dating expert who's a little too smart for his own good? And you take a smoking hot vixen with just the right amount of naughty and nice. And together they point out all the very stupid things men and women do in the world of sex and dating. You get a juicy little podcast that is smart, sexy, and will knock you on your ass. It's unfiltered, uncensored, and unapologetic. This is Believe in the Sex Playbook, and it starts right now. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to Believe in the Sex Playbook. I'm your host, John Ibrahim, coming to you from the Windy City here on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Alongside with me is my lovely millennial co-host, Shay Kilmer. That's me. Hello, my romantics, erotics, and curious people. If you love, love, love the show, please remember to subscribe to Believe in the Sex Playbook and rate us with a five-star rating. You hear what she said? Five-star rating. (laughs) You can find Believe in the Sex Playbook on your favorite podcast directories, including iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and others we'll mention at the end of the show. And of course, you can always find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on Twitter. That's B-L-E-A-V. All right. We got a fun topic for you guys. At least it could be fun for some people and it could be something that brings back horrible memories for others. (laughs) (laughs) And that's having sex in public. We've all done it. Well, I'd like to think that most of us have done it. And a lot of people Guilty. (laughs) (laughs) guilty as well. A lot of people also fantasize about doing it. So we wanted to at least bring the realities of having sex in public to you because they're not all sexy porn movie style experiences some of them could be big disasters right i believe so (laughs) (laughs) we may have even participated in some of those disasters it's possible (laughs) (laughs) so what you guys need to know right off the bat is sex in public is a crime in most jurisdictions. You need to get that through your head right now. Most places, it's a misdemeanor, but it's still a crime nonetheless. You know, they're not going to throw the book at you and you're not going to do some hard time. But do you want to have one of your friends or relatives get the call (laughs) to come bail you out and why they have to bail you out? At least it'd be a good story. Well, yeah, at least you would have a good story. (laughs) And the cops are going to have a really good story. They'll they'll seem all serious to you at the time when they're booking you and all that. Oh, that story is going to go around the station. Yeah, they're going to have a uh, they're going to have a lot of laughs about it at your expense. And then do you want to have to go to court if they charge you for it? Do you want to have to go to court in front of the judge and in front of all the other people who are sitting there in the courtroom and explain yourself? (laughs) I didn't even think about that part. That's great. (laughs) (laughs) So clearly, since she hasn't thought about that part, that means that she hasn't been arrested for the. uh, I have not. (laughs) I got lucky. (laughs) So we're not trying to pour cold water all over your your hot sex and public dreams, but just know right off the bat, if you are going to do it, remember, Shay and I are here to stop you from all the stupid things that you all do, so we have to throw that warning. I agree. Be careful. (laughs) 
All right, so there's really two kinds of sex in public. There's mm -hmm. sex in an actual public place. It's just people want to go out in public, outside of their house, wherever, and and to them it doesn't really matter if there's people around, like at a park or something like that, at, you know, really late at night. But then there's other kinds of public sex where they know and actually are turned on by the fact that there are other people around and they just kind of are trying to sneak the sex in around people without them knowing. Yeah. So the only thing I have to say mainly about this is I am all for sex in a public place. I am totally down for that. Like if you want to do it by a river or when no one else is around, I'm down for that. But in the public, I am not down for like literally where there's people around because there's also those types like I've seen it at like concerts when people are like bugged out of their mind. Well, yeah. they'll literally just start having sex at the concert. Yeah, I've seen it, too. <laughs> like I am not condoning that whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, anybody who's into watching porn or any of that, you're you're into voyeurism in a way in a way. If you're into watching other people have sex, you are into voyeurism, even in a, in a minor form. But it is different when you actually see it in person. It, it is like yeah. almost appalling. I'm, I'm, yeah. It's a little I, jarring. It's like, is that really happening? Because most people don't look like porn stars. That's the first part of it. Oh. So the reason why those people do like to do it when there's other people around is because of the fear of getting caught. You know, they have that whole adrenaline rush. And that's really exhilarating until you actually get caught. And I can speak uh, about that from experience. You know, I've had a few sex in public experiences, but the one that I'll mention is a long time ago when I was in my early 20s, I had an SUV at the time and I was having sex with a girl at the end of a date in my SUV. And we could have gone into my house. You know, it was right down the street, but for some reason... We thought it would be cool to have sex in the SUV. And it was fun and it was hot. We folded the seats down and you could lay completely comfortably inside the back of the SUV. And we were going at it pretty hard. And somebody must have called the cops on us because like right in the middle of it, you saw the cop lights in the back of the window and we couldn't get our clothes on fast enough before the cop was knocking on the window. Ooh. And <laughs> he, he wasn't an asshole about it. It was more like he was embarrassed for us. He put like his arms out and he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, my God, or whatever. And, he, you know, he looked at the girl to make sure that there wasn't a you know bad situation going on. And he could see she was just as embarrassed as I was. He took the light off of her real quick. And he's like, come on, man. He's like, somebody called because you were sitting on the side of the road looking all suspicious. And I just like put my head down. And I was like, literally the only words I said were, I'm so embarrassed. He's like, get your clothes on and get the hell out of here. And that's exactly what I did. So like I said, the whole reason why we were doing it in the truck was because of the adrenaline rush of it. But I tell you, my dick, it retracted like a frightened turtle in a blink of an eye, and that adrenaline rush was gone. So the thrill of getting caught is good until you actually get caught. <laughs> I've never gotten caught, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> uh, oh, well, so I guess you're the master planner, and I'm just like a big idiot. I mm, Sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, yeah, I don't know. I've had I've had my car experiences. Those were fine. The only problem is is like space. Like you're lucky you had such a big SUV. I had like a little Jeep I was in. Yeah. Oy vey. And not like a Jeep Grand Cherokee kind of thing. It was like a Jeep Wrangler like two door. Yeah, there's <laughs> nothing right. Driving in a Jeep Wrangler isn't comfortable. You think fucking inside one is gonna be any more comfortable? Yeah. Um But you you know what? Is people are actually into the whole exhilaration of sex in public is you're doing it in an unusual spot that requires you to do interesting positions or it has to be a quickie or you have to kind of be almost a contortionist like people who do it in the bathroom you know in an airplane the mile high club is you can barely go to the bathroom in the bathroom (laughs) of an airplane and how do you sneak in there without people knowing that there's another person in there i am so confused well it can be done there's you can actually look online and they give you tips on how to successfully join the mile high club and all of them talk about you do it on a like transcontinental flight and you do it on you know a, a red eye flight where it's in the middle of the night where most people are sleeping rather than a line forming, you know, in the bathroom when it's a regular daytime <laughs> flight. But, you know, the point is, is that some people get off on that whole idea of, oh, yeah, let's try to squeeze in this broom closet and I'll, broom I'll, closet. I'll slip two of the discs in my neck trying to <laughs> bend over into the right spot. But some people are actually into that whole thing. Yeah, I definitely I, I mean, I don't mind the different position kind of things, but I would prefer to have a little bit more room. <laughs> Well, yeah, me too. I like to, you know, stretch out and do acrobatics and throw her around a little bit and stuff. And you can't really do that, you know, when you're in a two by two airport airplane bathroom. Yeah, I 100% agree. Like if I'm going to do it in public, it's going to have to be a little bit more room than a broom closet. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, I mean, the comfort part, who wants to be uncomfortable during sex? The the reason why they're doing it is it's different and different equals exciting. But the other places, you mentioned the car. That is probably the most common place for people to have sex in public, especially like starting as a teenager, right? When you're a teenager, you that's live with your parents. That's where I started. You know, that's one of the, <laughs> right, me too. That's one of the reasons why you can't wait to get your license because then you can fuck in the car. But um, Yeah, I didn't think about that when I got my license, but of course you thought about that. Well, of course I did. And every other horny male teenager thought about that as well. But there's also, you know, there's the bathrooms, which can be kind of disgusting. Yeah, those are gross. Yeah, you know, think about, and I've heard from a lot of people who've had sex in airport bathrooms, you know, while they're waiting for their flights and all that kind of stuff. There is probably nothing more disgusting of a location than an airport bathroom. Any bathroom is disgusting, but airport bathroom is like next level disgusting. Mm Mm-hmm. And then some people like what you said is they love outdoors in nature. There is something kind of cool about having sex outside in nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I was, it's funny because it was like, I think it was my senior year. I was outside on a beach. Like we had gotten a tent and it was outside and it started downpouring. And oh, I don't yeah. know what it is about That's nature awesome. oh, yeah. and downpouring and like thunderstorms, but oh my goodness, it was intense. 
Yeah, sex during a rainstorm or even thunderstorm, that's Especially when intense. you're outside. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. It, I it, highly recommend. Yeah, right. Now, the beach, uh, not so much. I mean, you know, there's even a drink called sex on the beach because, the, believe me, the name sounds way better than doing it. I do not recommend it with sand. Like, yeah. that's why it was in a tent because I did not want to get sand in those parts. Yeah. Any of you guys who have ever gone to a beach, when you come home, Sand is everywhere, right? It's in your hair. It's in your ears. It's it's between your toes. It's everywhere. Now, imagine having sex with sand getting in places that you don't want it getting into. Yeah, girls, be careful. Right. It's, it's kind of like using <laughs> sandpaper like, on her cooch and she ain't going to be happy oh, with you. No. And I mean, that's just asking for an infection. Please don't do that. Yeah. Now, sex in the water, that can be cool. You know, if you're having sex in like a pool or which is, can be kind of gross, too, depending if it's a well, whose pool it is. <laughs> but some people, you know, the ocean and all that kind of stuff, they really get on. They get off on that as well. And that's that's a lot easier to hide. I feel like if there's not many people around is like because couples all the time in the ocean or lakes or whatever, they're always super close. So like all you have to do is a little slip. Whoop. There you go. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's not like we're wearing much clothes anyways. So. Right. Now, here's the only other sex in public story I'll share of mine because it was so freaking awesome. This is one that I would recommend anybody try if you have the means to do so. It's on the balcony of a high rise. So I was in the city of Chicago. I was with a girl who had a condo and it was like on the 30 something floor. She had an awesome view of the city. It was at night. So you have all the lights from all the other buildings and from all the cars below and you're on the balcony, but you know, you're so high up that nobody can notice you. You know what I mean? You're just, it's, it's in the dark. And so nobody from the street level can look up there and see you on the balcony. I feel like that is just asking to get your butt ass naked pictures somewhere posted on the internet saying these damn fools were fucking so loud and I was just trying to fucking sleep. Well, maybe, but you're, I mean, you're so high up, like I said, that nobody's going to be able to recognize you. And if people do happen to somehow notice, hey, that kind of looks like two people fucking on the balcony. You can't see them, so there really isn't, you know, any worry that somebody had spotted two human beings having sex, let alone them actually identifying you personally. So just that thought of knowing that you were in public and you were that high up, you know, with the altitude and the lights and all that kind of stuff, it was like one of the coolest things that I ever did. So if you have the means to do so, I would I would highly recommend that. So while sex in public can be awesome, remember, Shay and I are here <laughs> to prevent you men and women from doing stupid shit. And sex in public done the wrong way can be the epitome of doing stupid shit. So ignore us if you want to, but remember, you've been warned. So we're going to give you some tips here to try to make your sex in public experiences not so fucking stupid. Try being the operative word. Try, right. It's Sometimes it's, <laughs> it's futile, but... We are perfectionists and dedicated to our craft, so we have to try. So we know it's a huge rush to have sex in places like a store dressing room or a restaurant bathroom or, you know, we mentioned the, air, the airplane bathroom. But one thing you guys need to consider is the employees of all these places. Oh, God, okay, these poor people. Yeah, they not only do they have to clean up after you, which is totally disgusting, but they are put in the awkward position of what to do about it because you may not think that they know what you're up to. You might think you're like a super sly trickster, 
But remember, they're employees of this place that several other knuckleheads like yourself have tried it. Flight attendants have busted many a people trying to fuck in the bathrooms in the airplane. Uh, servers and bartenders have busted people many times trying to fuck in the bathroom Guys, of the they're restaurant. they're humans, too. They have to go to the bathroom, too. Right. So. And they just know they're, made, they're paid to make eye contact with you, right? I mean, that's what customer service is all about. They know what you're up to don't put them in the position of having to come to you and say uh sir we know you were just trying to fuck in the bathroom you know don't put them in that position they don't appreciate it and if you want to take the time to look online you'll see message boards of these kind of service industry workers who it's like one of the banes of their existence is stupid assholes who try to have sex in public remember there's a time and place for everything and what they complain about is these people who are not doing it at the right place at the right time. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah. So you're not as sly as you think. Have some situational awareness. Please. Now, don't involve others in your freaky, kinky shit. All right. Just because you had it set in your mind that you wanted to have sex in public that day. Think about the people that you might run into oh, boy. while you're doing this. And I don't mean people you know. I mean like a place where kids may come in or old people, people who are not going to think that, oh, isn't that cool? They're having sex in public. Yeah, please. Again, situational awareness, please. And even just because there aren't any kids or old people or anything like that around you right at that time. Don't do it at a place where some of those people may end up showing up there, right? Yeah, like, think about it. Kids are going to be at, like, the park between, like, probably, like, even, like, 8 a.m. all the way to, like, 10 p.m. Like, kids are going to be around there. Some parents don't have specific bedtimes for their little kids. So, please, don't do it at parks. Like, Right. If you're going to do it in a club or a bar, you know, or a restaurant even... Make sure it's a place where there aren't anybody underage who may show up at one of those locations. Okay, that's not. They are definitely going to jail. Yes, <laughs> they didn't ask for it. These people didn't ask to see your freaky kinky shit. So and think about it: if a mom finds out that their little Johnny saw someone's hoo ha <laughs> because you were being irresponsible, you are going to be in so much trouble. Right. So just don't do it. Mm -mm. I know you're horny and all, but try to keep some brain cells alive. Now, if you're planning on trying sex in public, then you should wear easy access clothing. All right. Not just for utilitarian reasons that it just makes it easier. But the, the more difficult clothing you have to try to get out of the way, the greater the chance that you're going to end up getting caught. Yep. Because you have to put it all back on. Exactly. Right. Like the cop who knocked on the window of my car. He I couldn't get dressed fast enough. So God forbid you're in a like a booth in a club and you're doing some freaky shit under the table or whatever. If you end up getting busted and a bouncer walks up to you, bouncers aren't going to be polite about it. They're going to grab you by the shoulder and they're going to be like, all right, buddy, you got to go. And he isn't going to wait for you to put your pants on. So you're going to look like the biggest idiot ever. So wear easy access clothing, meaning if you're a woman and you're planning on having sex in public, have a skirt or a dress with no underwear on underneath it or something, you know, panties that you can move to the side, something that you can when you're when you're done or if you have to stop suddenly, 
you don't skip a beat. It almost looks like nothing is awry with your clothes. Yeah, you were just fixing your underwear. It's fine. Exactly. You had a little wedgie. Right. Because <laughs> I will die laughing if I see you as one of those guys that a bouncer is dragging through a bar with a dress shirt on and no pants and no underwear. <laughs> or like the pants around the ankles. <laughs> yes. The pants around the ankles is probably more humiliating than no pants at I all. Would wouldn't, say so. wouldn't you think? That is like the most emasculating thing that can ever happen to a guy is to be seen with your pants around your ankles. All right. Now, when it comes to sex of any kind, I don't care what kind of sex you're having, you better be using condoms. Please use protection. Yes. I am a big advocate of safe sex, and that includes condoms. Okay? Safe sex doesn't mean, oh, she's on the pill. It's okay. No, no, no. I mean the guy using a condom. Yes, because it protects you against pregnancy and STIs and STDs. Exactly. Now, that can kind of be a problem for some people when you're having sex in public because sometimes sex in public is spontaneous. Sometimes sex in public can be a quickie and sometimes that doesn't always go hand in hand with using condoms. So if you are going to use a condom, you better and you better be, then don't be a goddamn pig by dropping your condom outside the car window. Ew. When you guys are done having sex. And guys, for some information, please do not store your condoms in your um, pocket of your pants. Let you like so you sit on it because it can rub and get a tear in it. Same reason why you don't put it in your wallet because it can rub up against things and get tears in it, and that will get to pregnancy. Also, do not put them in your glove box because the heat and like extreme heat and extreme cold will break down the chemicals keeping the condom together. That's exactly right because it may not feel like it, the condom broke in the traditional sense, but the semen can still seep through a degraded latex condom to where it doesn't look like there's a hole in it, but it's still permeable and the semen can pass through it. <laughs> condom facts. Yes. <laughs> Words to live by. So as far as when you're done, like I said, don't be a goddamn pig by dropping it outside the car window. Because I swear there will be people, whether it be old people or kids finding it, and it is not going to be good. Exactly. And definitely, you know, a lot of people get off on having sex in, in a playground or a park at night. When there's no kid, you're like, hey, I'm following your rules, John. There's no kids around. But yeah, don't drop your fucking condom there either when you're done. I know condoms, used condoms are gross, but hey, it's your used condom. So you should be at least a little bit tolerant of it. I'm guessing you wouldn't pick up some random strangers used condom, would you? No. So pick up your stuff. Right. If you are planning on having sex in public, then bring a plastic baggie to put your used condom in to take with you when you're done or bite the bullet and put the fucker in your pocket. You cause the situation. Don't litter your condoms in public. Clean up after yourselves. What did your mothers teach you? So really, you know, sex in public has to be a quickie. It usually has to be that way because of the risk of getting caught. And if you don't like quickies, then sexual stuff in public may be the way to go rather than having full-blown sex meaning do a lot of touching and teasing maybe under the table getting yourself you know, all excited yeah, exactly treat it like foreplay 
use it as a warm up for round one. Mm-hmm. So then you're all ready to go and built up where when you finally get in get those private, pupilated, yeah. get those pupils dilated. Exactly. So, yeah, kind of look at it that, that way. It doesn't have to be full blown sex. It could just be a little bit of playing in anticipation for what's to come. A little Foreplay later. in public is probably one of my favorites. Because you get all excited and you're like looking at your lady or looking at your man like, yeah, we're going to go home. We're going to get some. Right. And to that point, dancing and being on the dance floor can be a form of foreplay. So try to control yourself a little bit on the dance floor. (laughs) No way. That is my favorite thing. When my boyfriend is with me and we are like grinding and shit, my favorite thing is to feel him hard. That's where you get the kind of hall pass when it comes to messing around in public is it's accepted for you to be on the dance floor and grinding. Specific dances are about grinding and baby grind on me. Yeah, it would not be (laughs) acceptable if you were sitting at a table or a booth at that club and grinding on each other. But you can go 10 feet away to the dance floor and grind on each other and it's totally acceptable it's the way to go but some people sometimes get a little out of control and they can't control themselves on the dance floor and the grinding turns into other shit like i've been at clubs where you see on the dance floor where a dick will pop out you know on the dance floor and the girl is like totally cool with that or some other shit you know he's got his hand under her skirt or under his dress and he's like finger blasting her on the dance floor that is the thing that pisses me off the most is that especially being a girl if i'm wearing like a skirt or like a tight short dress when i'm at like the club or something and i'm just dancing with my friends so many fucking guys will try to put their hands up my skirt and it is like random fucking dudes that i don't even know like even when they're passing me they'll try to put their hands up our skirts and it's like can you fucking not and if you're one of those guys i swear to god if you find us on the dance floor i will roundhouse kick you (laughs) and that's you're getting off easy if you get roundhouse kicked there may be other women out there who will downright nail you for sexual assault because that's pretty much what it is. Guys have, unfortunately, and I'm speaking for as a member of the male species, so many guys have no class. You know, that's that's pretty much what it is. It's disgusting. Yeah. So don't do that. Please don't do that. <laughs> Remember, everything we're talking about in regards to like sex in public places, anytime we talk about sex, it has to be consensual. Yeah, of course. Of course. And grinding on somebody, which is as sexual as it gets, has to, <laughs> has to be consensual. So Yeah, girls too, consensual. Don't try like stalking the guy and pushing yourself up against him just because you think he's cute. That's not okay, especially when his girlfriend's right there. Right. So when I say control yourself on the dance floor, that definitely is what I'm talking about. And when I say it's the you know one place where you can kind of get away with doing some sexual stuff by grinding or whatever, that has to be consensual as well. I mean, grinding with your dance partner that is grinding on you right back. I don't mean you find a random on the dance floor and, she, and you happen to be facing her and she turns and faces you and now you're dancing together. That doesn't mean 30 seconds later you can start grinding on her. She probably isn't going to go for that. No, nope, most of the time we don't. Especially if you see us in like a group of girls, guys, um, we don't want to be bothered. Right. When they're dancing with each other, let them dance with each other. Don't 
jump in the middle of them and think you're going to create like a Joe sandwich if your name is Joe. <laughs> Although if you do try and dance goofy, we love that. Like if you're not trying just to fuck us or put your hand up our skirt, we love a guy being goofy and trying to be in the middle and stuff. Sometimes you just got to feel it out. Right. All right. So now the biggest, riskiest kind of sex to have in public is sex at work. Woo! I did that. <laughs> Although it wasn't with a coworker, but. Oh, all right. Well, a lot of people tend to do it at work, do it with coworkers. As hot as it may seem to have sex at work, is it worth the risk? You just said <sighs> so, you did it. I know I did it. And like, look, I back. promise you <laughs> there is something in every co- corporate policy out there saying you should not engage in sexual activity at work. Yeah. You have to understand if you do this, if you get caught, you will almost always get fired on the spot. So I took a big risk. And at the time I was dating someone that was able to bring me lunch at one of the offices that I worked at. And this was, let's see, three, four, four years ago, maybe. And so he brought me lunch and we finished up lunch pretty fast. And then there was no one else in the lunchroom. So we locked the doors. (laughs) Well, I hope so. We locked the doors as best as we could because there was one door that was kind of iffy so that was a real quickie i'm (laughs) but it was great it was like we were both super turned on and stuff and pushed me up against the cabinets yeah it was good times yeah it's super hot definitely dangerous right it's super hot and you think it's super hot because you're not thinking about the consequences but i i guarantee when you're standing in the unemployment line you're probably like hmm, maybe that yeah. wasn't as hot as i thought it was i definitely got lucky guys please yeah. i would suggest probably not doing that especially not with a coworker. because honestly if you're doing it with a coworker and you're not in like a relationship together everyone knows there's something going on between you and that person it's very hard to keep things from coworkers that are with you every single day. Yeah, for sure. And remember, when you have sex, there is a sex scent on you that you may not <laughs> sense right away, but other people might. So keep that in mind if you're at work. If you have the ability to run into the bathroom and do like a quick French bath in the sink real quick oh. to, uh, to get that stank off you, then that's what I recommend. The bottom line is, yeah, it could be super hot, but you got to follow those rules. They're pretty simple, but simple things are sometimes hard for stupid people to absorb. So keep this podcast on hand and (laughs) listen to it over and over again so you don't repeat those mistakes. Sex in public can be super hot and the risk of getting caught could be super hot. But before you do it, just think about what getting caught would mean for you. Does it mean arrested? Does it mean fired? At least analyze that before you go for it. Yep, and make sure you have that situational awareness. And don't forget your condom facts. Yes. Don't let me stumble upon your nasty used condom out there in the (laughs) park when I'm out there trying to jog or something. I don't need that stuck to my shoe. (laughs) All right, that seems like a perfect way to end this. Condoms stuck to shoes is always the time to end things. So that'll do it for today's edition of Believe in the Sex Playbook. I'm John Ibrahim. Make sure to hit me up on Facebook and Instagram under the username The Real John Ibrahim. And please remember to subscribe to the Sex Playbook and give it a five star rating. You'll do it if you know what's good for you. 
And I'm your co-host, Shay Kilmer. You can find me on Instagram at trulyshay, T-R-U-L-Y-S-H-A-Y-Y. And if you can, try to find me on Twitter. I still have no idea how to work this thing. She doesn't even know how to find herself on Twitter. <laughs> I have no clue. Oh, and remember, you can find Believe in the Sex Playbook on your favorite podcast directories, including iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And of course, always at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on Twitter. Speaking of Twitter, please tweet your questions and topics at me and Shay, and I promise we will try to read them in a future episode. You can find me on Twitter at John Ibrahim. And make sure to check out all the other great podcasts on the Believe Network, like the Intersection Podcast, where host Jason Page talks about anything and everything edgy in the news that is worth talking Ooh. about. Yeah. We're going to have to check that one out. Mm-hmm. And if you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Remember, sex sells. So take advantage of some sex and advertise. You've been listening to The Sex Playbook on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.